You're listening to Hey Pal, What's New with John, Alex, and Greg. Hey Pal, What's New is a product of Sack of Sin Entertainment. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and all other social media platforms. Hey Pal, What's New can be found on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and all other podcast locations. Or check us out at sackofsin.com or heypalwhatsnew.com. Warning, Hey Pal, What's New contains explicit content. John, Alex, and Greg are a pair of vulgar Gen Xers. If you are easily offended, please stop listening and go download a nice tame podcast like the Multiverse Fancast. You have been warned. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Hey everybody, it's Hey Pal, What's New? I'm Greg and that's John Alex over there. We got lots of good stuff to talk about. We got some movies, we got TV, we got movie. We got we got music. Mm. Oh yeah, so what's up with you there, uh, Sasquatch? Uh, it was my daughter's birthday this week. That's about it. Uh, which one? Mila. She's <laughs> 17 now. She's only 17. Well, and then and then she's at work today. Talk about panic. We're like, she goes, she goes, uh, they're evacuating the mall. Why? We're like, what? She's like, we're like, why? And she's like, I don't know. They just told us we had to go. <laughs> the- Apparently there was a bomb threat in Target, so they evacuated the entire mall. <laughs> it's like so funny. I'm, I'm, I go on Facebook, of course, because that's where you get the best news. Got to low hut it. Um, they got someone posted a video of them like, in the mall recording like the alarms going off. And it's like, attention, please evacuate the mall immediately. Attention, make your way to the nearest exit and evacuate the mall immediately. And people are like, so great that there's alarms going off and they're telling you to evacuate. And you're like, I'm just going to stand around with my phone. <laughs> oh, God forbid you don't get something on camera. I know. I want to get it when I I want to get the video when I get shot. I know. Seriously. That's how I get on the news and they pay me lots of money for an interview. Oh, it was horrible. Why were you filming? I figured it was my lucky day. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's just so scary. Anything that happens now, everybody's just like. It's like, really? There's a gunman in the mall. You know, there wasn't, but like, there's a gunman in the mall. Hold on. Let me grab my phone first. Yeah. Meanwhile, nobody's running out or just trying to get freaking, you know, safe. They're just like, wait, I can capture this. But, yeah, that's so that's it. Just, that's, uh, you know, yeah, how how was the Moose birthday? Any uh, shenanigans happen? Uh, you know, we went to dinner at Red Robin. Oh. Red Robin. Yum. <laughs> and, then, and then we went bowling. Oh. I got my, hey, look, I got new glasses finally. Ooh. It's only been like 10 years. <laughs> yeah, but what else happened this week, really? Just new glasses and, uh, yeah, just hung around this weekend. My kids were off and I didn't have them this weekend. And oh, no. So I watched a lot of movies. Talk about Saw. Freaking, I watched Saw 1, 2, and 3 before I got oh, here. Shit. <laughs> we're just... Shit, I got to get on. Uh, we're on 4, Kate. Yeah. So we got to watch 5 next. I never realized, like, how, like, Everybody said, you know, the first saw, oh, my God, it's so great. It's like, acting was not that good. No. That one guy, not not freaking. Uh, not Carrie Prin- Elwes. No, not Princess Bride, the yeah. other one. 
He, I mean, I was like, oh my god, I forgot how bad his acting is. Oh yeah. And you got friggin', I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> I'm waiting for Murtaugh to walk in <laughs> with that saxophone. You know. I told you I watched the war. Fucking Donnie Wahlberg gets his head smashed with two blocks of ice. That's number four. Oh yeah, that's number four. Yeah, they get back to it's. It's all connected. It's all connected, my friends. So it's, it's, it's an Ouroboros. Yeah, and it's a, it's spooky season coming up, so you got to get in all the horror stuff, you know. Hell we yeah. watch we watch some horror. We're gonna talk about this uh, this week, and uh, yeah, just catch it. Any stupid freaking horror movie you saw a couple of late to the parties, which we should talk about uh, this week. Yeah, I gave you an assignment. Oh, you did. I didn't even put those on my list. Oh, see, I very much like those. Yeah, I well, did. Have, we'll give a brief synopsis of that. You know, in honor of spooky season. Yeah, I'm gonna dress up as nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I want to dress up. I'm, everybody's like, "Oh, what are you gonna dress up?" And it's like, so last year I went to work in an inflatable chicken costume. There you go. I don't want to do that again. My mom actually bought me a winter cap that's a Spider-Man winter cap, and you can pull it over your face and you can see through it. So I, I was totally going to wear it today, and I forgot. I'm just going to do the whole show with a Spider-Man mask on. It's Yeah, it's pretty wild, you know? What are you going to do? But, uh, yeah. Not much. Yeah, so that's pretty much it, man. We didn't have to do much, you know? Just sat around. Boring weekend. Just freaking just... warm as shit. I was just like... And, of course, it always happens whenever I take out the air conditioning. Yes. I, I was like, last week, I'm like... All right, I'm taking out the air conditioning. I'm gonna. I took them out upstairs for my mom too. I was like, "All right, we're done." Then it was like 75 degrees. 75, <laughs> almost 80. It was like 78 one day. I was sweating my balls off. Oh, that's why they're so small now. Yeah, they're, they're all, they look like elephant skin. Oh, <laughs> old, old gray balls, Gilroy over here. <laughs> <laughs> old shrivel sack, McGillicuddy. <laughs> hey man, no, it's the Irish curse. It's it freaking is. 12 inches, man. Yep, 10 inches a dick, 8 inches. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Two inches a dick, 8 inches of balls. That's right, sack ahoy. <laughs> what do you think we're called, sack of sin entertainment? Um, anyway, so you want to get into the uh, the news there, pal? Uh, John, you got any news? Uh, do I? Well, so what are we going to start off with here? Uh, <laughs> likes. <laughs> <laughs> Could I be any more dead? Oh, so we're going with... Yes. <laughs> Too hot in the hot tub. Might, might as well not bury the lead. Yeah. yeah. Old Matthew, Matthew Perry. Perry. Dead in a hot tub. How old was he? He was like 50 54. So- 54. I think it was 54. <laughs> I love how Mila was like, yeah, I heard he was wearing a, a, bear, costume. a bear costume. Yeah, just keep that freaking okay. moment alive. It's That's actually right. pretty creepy because. Uh, they don't know it, anything yet. Nothing, but they, they his last Instagram post was him in that hot tub. No. Yeah, like the day, maybe the day of or the day before he died. Wow. Uh, and, you know, he's always, it's sad because he did struggle with addiction really bad. Well, yeah. You know, drugs and prescription stuff. They did say that, uh, yeah, final Instagram post in the hot tub days before his death. It's it's just. Is there an image? Oh, my God. It's a nice hot tub. It is a nice yeah, hot tub. I mean, tub. you know, friends was good to him. Well, you. Oh, so warm water swirling around makes you feel good. I'm Matt Man. Yeah, he apparently a couple of posts before <clears throat> that he was just talking about Matt Man, and it was it was very weird. I don't He's know. He's got headphones on. I wonder if he electrocuted himself. 
I don't know. I mean, they you said know my, that, You know what my guess is? What's that? <clears throat> Got a history of drug use. Okay. A history of alcohol abuse. That takes its toll on you. He's yeah. He's 54 years old. You're really not supposed to spend a lot of time in a hot tub because going from hot to cold and whatnot mm. is bad for your heart. It could be just the heart. I mean, they Maybe said just had a heart attack. Yeah, they said that there were prescription drugs around, but it was like the usual, nothing crazy, not like painkillers or anything. It right. was antidepressants, but it's like who isn't on it? And some of those lower your blood pressure, change your blood pressure, and yeah. I mean, could he was he wasn't he wasn't looking so hot. They showed some the day of his. You know, the day before he died or Ooh. like the morning of when he died, he was just looking a little, you know, overweight, kind of like out of sorts and stuff. And well, then Merle they Haggard. did. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, you know, it, I mean, as much as we goof on it, I couldn't wait to, to freaking tell that joke. <laughs> but but uh, at the same time, God, it is. It, yeah, it is sad. It is. It, you know, uh, for all for all the big friends uh, fans out there. You know, me being one of them, I guess. I'm not like crazy into the shit, but, you know. It's a sad thing, you know. It is, especially when he's trying to get himself good, and then he's swing- and he had himself good. Yeah, I mean, addiction is a horrible thing, guys. So, big ups to uh, old Maddie Perry. Gonna pivot if that couch was- in the sky. <laughs> says, if he was wearing a bear costume, I bet he slipped and it got heavy, like waterboarding oneself to death. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> I don't think he I don't was think a, Matthew Perry was a plushie. I yeah. I think if he was in a bear costume, it would have came out pretty freaking. Oh early, yeah, you know. You know the EMTs were like, "Quick, get a shot of this." Yeah, TMZ, those fucking ghouls. They're like right on it. You know, <laughs> they had a fucking drone over his house within five minutes. It's disgusting, those guys. Anyway, but <laughs> yeah, uh, who else is on the goddamn death dedication? Uh, double dick, double dead dicks. Yup, Richard Mole. A.K.A. Bull from Night Court. Bull, Bull Shannon. I know he did, like, a shit ton of voices, but he'll always be Bull from Night Court. Yeah, and they and keep showing that sad picture of just uh, John Larroquette and that one girl, the only two living people from Night Court oh still. Yeah. They all did. I, well, I did watch the revival of Night Court. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Was this supposed to be, like, the judge's daughter or something yeah, like that? Yeah, his daughter, who was the blonde girl from uh, <clears throat> uh, fucking Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah, With okay. With screechy voice. Oh, it was her. Oh um, boy. I thought it was good. And the other one was Richard Roundtree. Richard Roundtree. Not to be confused with Richard Square Tree. Shaft. He's <laughs> one bad mother. Shut, Shut your, your mouth. mouth. Yeah, like like my rule always says, if I don't know you're still alive, then I'm like, okay. Okay. You know, Matthew I, Perry, you're like, shit, I know that he's around. Yeah. That's that's tough. These two Bullshit. dicks. I don't know. Neither of these dicks were still alive. There was dicks everywhere. I didn't know where. There was two that, dicks and a bing. <laughs> two dicks and a bing. That falls under the... Can I help you, sir? <laughs> yes, what is this? Huh? This is whack. I can't get jiggy with this shit. I thought you were dead. I had no idea Richard Mole and Richard Roundtree were still alive. That's For all I, I knew, they were... I mean, the last thing I saw Richard Roundtree was he did that shitty, like, Shaft remake with... Uh, What's his fucking name playing Shaft? Oh, uh, was it Samuel L. Jackson? Was it? Yeah, maybe. He did one. With, was, come on, stop. Stop. I was a Superfly man myself. <laughs> anyway. Personally, those, I prefer Superfly. Those are our dead folk. <laughs> yeah, you want to hit that again? What, do you got? what the dead? Yeah. The, the, the. No, no, the, 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 the new one, the new one. Oh, 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 this. <laughs> I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Is that me playing it out? <laughs> that one you could play because it's short. Yeah. You know. We we also got um, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. A movie that we will talk about later, but 
it got shit reviews on Rotten Tomatoes and everywhere. It released in theaters and on Peacock at the same time, and yet still did 78 million domestically, 130 global. It's killing it. It's the biggest release ever from Blumhouse. And I forget what, I mean, I know Blumhouse is famous for low budgets. Sure. So I'm, I think it was only like 10, 12 million or something like that. Dude, it was the smartest thing they ever did. Like and two if, of that was Matthew Lord's uh, salary. <laughs> come on, big stew. Big stew. <laughs> come on. He's on my lock. It was good to see him. Um, but what do you call it? Uh, yeah, I mean, we were talking about it before. It's like it makes perfect sense. Like it for somebody our age, we're like, oh man, I wish it was like R with like more gore and stuff right. like that. But at the same time, it's like <clears throat> Blumhouse is so smart. They do the small budgets. They get big returns. They could have done an R-rated one, but they did the Megan route where they're like, right. let's do it PG-13. Teenagers, like my daughters, were like, you know, I, I'd see my girls this week, and I took Violet to see it. Well, I, I didn't go with her. She went with her boyfriend, and I kind of just, I was dad Uber. So I dropped her off, did some work, came back, and I was like, how was it? She's like, oh, my God, it was so good. And I'm like, really? Was it? She's like, yeah. And then I went to see Zoe at Starbucks, and she was like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to see Five Nights at Friday. I'm like... You guys are really psyched about this movie, so, you know, we'll get into the reviews of it, but it was smart, because well, they're playing to that demographic. Well, they're, yeah, and they're getting kids back into theaters. Like, the kids want to go do something. It's like, what can we go do this bullshit? Yeah. I mean, all my kids were going to go see it, but then Xander and I sat up Friday night and watched it on Peacock. On the Peacock? And then when Anastasia found out it was on Peacock and she didn't have to go to the theater, she's like, oh, fuck, I can watch it from the comfort of my own house. Fuck that. I'm going to do it. Yeah. She I doesn't mean, like to go out. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I can go spend $20 in the theater and see it, or I can just watch it on my freaking... That's right. Why Why would I, you know? That's why, I, as much as I want to see Killers of the Flower Moon, I'm like, it's going to be on Apple soon. Oh, yeah. I'm, you know, three and a half hours, I'm like, I, that needs to be watched at home. Oh, and I didn't piss the whole time watching that. <sighs> By the time I was done, I was doing like that. You ever hear that bit from Adam Sandler on one of his like first records where he's like in the bathroom, he's like peeing, and people keep like... He's like, I'm pissing. And they're like, Jesus, hurry up, dude. And then I was like, ah, zip. And he pees a little bit in his pants. He goes, God damn it. And people are like, oh, you pissed yourself. I had a piss so bad. Really? I was like sitting there at the end. I'm like, okay, I don't give a shit. There's something like, there's nothing after the credits after this. So as soon as it went, and black, I was like, fuck out of here. <laughs> Ran out the piss. Why didn't you do the runp.com? Um, I don't want to be that guy who pulls out his phone in the theater. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be that guy. I hate those fucking people. Yeah. I mean, yeah, three and a half hours. But, you know, it's an Apple movie, so it's like it'll come out on Apple. Well, yeah, and they're releasing all these things in theaters first because in order to be eligible for an Academy now, Mm. it has to have a run in the theaters. Yeah, which is, I mean, the the window between streaming and it's just so fast now. Especially for movies that kind of like, eh, whatever. It's well, like, and if you're bootlegging, it's even faster because, like, if it comes out in two weeks on streaming, mm. somehow that streaming version has already released online bootleg. Yeah. Like Saw X, I saw that in the theater, and all of a sudden I'm like, wait, it's fucking on demand already? Like, no. it was just in the theater, like, two weeks ago. So, which is fine. You know, certain movies, I do love going to the theater. Yeah. Um, Like, with the Marvels coming up, even though I'm not, like, super psyched for it. At the same time, yeah, it's a theater movie, you know. I have to at least see it in the theater once. Yeah. Two other bits of movie news. One, uh, Black Phone 2 is coming. It's going to be released in theaters on June 27, 2025. Very ambitious of them to be announcing dates like a year and a half in advance. Yeah, they do that now where it's just like, 
Okay. I mean, they have a better track. I, was Is that an A24 jam? Uh, yes. I think it was, yeah. So, I mean, I, I rely on them. Yeah. I just, well, because they've know. got an agreement with SAG, so they're able to still continue doing movies when nobody else can. Yeah, just be, it'll be interesting to see where they go with Black Phone 2. I mean, the grab did the grabber die at the end yeah. of that movie? Yeah. Maybe the little kid becomes the grabber. Who knows? Ooh. Who knows? Um, Deadpool 3. Well, actually, yeah. before I get to that, because um, we were talking about this earlier, talking about release dates changing, they changed the date of Aquaman again. My baby. It was supposed to be Christmas, then they moved it to December 20th, and now they've moved it to December 22nd. Just... Warner just put it out already. At put it on point. Max. <laughs> but you know, that's what's gonna happen. It's gonna come out. It's gonna suck a bunch of wieners. Yep. Then it's gonna go on to Max. I mean, I don't know. Maybe what is what was the Flash? The Flash that wasn't on Max for that one. Was that on regular HBO? I don't remember. I just uh, remember that came Justin out. Justin said they fucked up bad on Halloween three and Exorcist Believer. I thought it was better than those movies. Which one are you talking about there? Uh, yeah, sorry, Justin. I didn't see that. Richard was the Vietnam vet zombie in the horror movie House. Yeah, oh, yeah that, house, yeah. that was one of the tags. Yeah, I mean, uh, Halloween 3. Not house, not, <laughs> did you see Justin was like, Halloween 3 was the greatest, most underrated movie? I'm like, do I think it was a flaming turd? <laughs> Old Silver Shamrock? That one? I didn't really? Like it. It's... Yeah, it is. I the, oh, he's saying Blumhouse. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, they fucked up on Halloween three, and Exodus Blue. I think he, yeah, yeah, Freddy's was better. Yeah, we'll get into the, the yeah, whole. Yeah, we're gonna uh, get into Freddy's. Yeah. I liked it, but we'll get there. Yeah. Um, the last bit of news: Deadpool three, uh, director, I guess Sean Levy is that? Yeah. Is? Yeah. Um, invites sp- further speculation. <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> the potential uh, feature of Taylor Swift in the three goal. In the third movie, all stemmed from her being at the football game with Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively, uh, Hugh Jackman, yeah. and the direct and Sean Levy, like hanging out in a hospitality box. It was like she's gonna be Dazzler. I mean, it could happen if she if she is. You know, they got Celine Dion in the last one. Why not? I just don't see them taking her and being like putting her in a you know superhero outfit and fighting crime and doing a lot of dialogue. I think they'll put her in there just being, you know, T Swifty singing on stage and going, Oh, we know that's gotta be Dazzler. Yeah, they'll make some kind of Not Bedazzler the Bedazzler. You know, the things on your jackets and shit. Be Dazzler. Two she's words. not she's not gonna be Gem. That would be truly outrageous. No, Gem and the holograms, that was a shit movie too. Get me started. <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh, it was bad. Yeah. Oh, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean I'm looking forward to Deadpool. Obviously it sounds like it's gonna get pushed again. Yeah. With the writer strike stuff, which you know, look, man, take well, your the time. writer strike is over. It's SAG. SAG. I. That's what I'm sorry. Which it's the saggy balls. I keep hearing different uh, things about the SAG strike where people are like, oh, sounds like it's gonna end. It's like, okay, uh, let me know when it does, yeah, and then let, uh, me, let me know when it does. I know. I've been putting in for jobs still because there's a couple still out there. You know, some people got side deals with SAG to honor all their agreements, but like everybody's trying to get those roles. So when I put in for it, it's like. Thank you for your consent. Yeah. We'll, we'll let you know. Cricket, cricket, nothing. <laughs> yeah, once the, once the, I mean, it's going to be interesting when uh, this whole strike is over, how the floodgates are just going to open up and all of a sudden be like, we need 100,000 people. <laughs> oh, that's what's going to happen. They're going to yeah. open those floodgates and then there's going to be so much demand and not enough people to fill it. And that's when I'll be able to work. There you go. 
You can do it, man. You can do it. I I'll sent you that one for that uh, the game show, the music game show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Zoe and I are always talking about because uh, you know Mimi loves the game shows and we're watching them. She's like, "You gotta watch Beaches, Am." We watch that, and uh, Zoe and I are a good team on that because I know all the old shit and she knows right. all the new stuff. You know, when like Dua Lipa or whatever the fuck her name is comes out, I'm like, I have no idea. And she's like, Dua Lipa. Yeah. Then it's like Doobie Brothers, <laughs> you know, like shit like that. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it with the news, I think, really. I can't think of anything else. Uh, yeah, no, nothing. Uh... Glove, glove, glove. Glove, glove, glove. Well, all I have to say is... How will you explain that? A dead man in your bed still smelling of cum. <laughs> that's all I need to know. <laughs> Uncle Bill? Uncle Bill. <laughs> Oh, Uncle Bill. Oh, Every, uncle. Everybody's got an uncle, the inappropriate uncle. I am the inappropriate <laughs> uncle. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? It just passes down from generation to generation. That's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'd rather be the inappropriate uncle than bedbug uncle. That's true. Anywho. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> what are we going to go next? We should do movies, man. That's usually how it goes. All right. We'll, we do, we'll do movies and then do Tolly's take. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you, well, we could do Tolly first since he's been a little fucking chatterbox over there. Thank you for listening, take? buddy. Where's my Tolly's take button? I don't know. It's not on my thing. Oh, no. I lost my Tolly's take button. I only got, like, trailers. Oh, there it is. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Have you heard that brand new song? That's Tolly's take. Have you seen that Marvel movie? That's Tolly's take. Have you seen that Netflix show? Let's get Tolly's take. Hey, you got change in the corner? Let's get Tolly's take on it. Keep the change, you filthy animal. What is up, everybody? This is Justin, a.k.a. Tolly, and this is Tolly's take on Spider-Man 2 for PS5. Um, I was very much looking forward to this game uh, for quite a while now. Uh, ever since I saw the gameplay uh, footage of it, it really seemed like an upgrade from the PS4 uh, one that I played on the last one, the, the first game. But, man, uh, right off the bat, it's it does look good, but it still had the same graphics as if it was for PS4. And I think we've been far enough along now in PS5 where we need to start seeing some upgrades in, uh, in graphics. Um, God of War, you know, the last God of War was actually better than this. Uh, the map size is huge. Um, it's massive, and, and that is great. It provides a lot of uh, opportunity for different things to do in the game. But at the same time, I felt that the game was very short. Uh, for example, I started playing Saturday morning, and I am already uh, just about 100% uh, on all the, the complete story and all the side missions. Um and it is Tuesday. So <laughs> uh, lots of opportunity that was missed in the amount of stuff that you could do with the game. Uh, it was very tedious at times. You're kind of forced to move very slow through certain things that are just not interesting, like checking out a lab or playing carnival games at a, at a, you know, building up to the story with your friends, Harry, and of course your girlfriend, Mary Jane. But I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I will say it was a very creative retelling and about 26 percent uh into the game is when it starts getting very good before that it's a little bit rough you know with the slow pacing issues but i suggest buying it at gamestop used beating it in three to five days 
100% and then returning it for a full refund. So that's my take on Spider-Man 2. If you did play it and you enjoyed it, or if you didn't, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Follow me at the Garden State Picker on Instagram or Facebook, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Have you heard that brand new song? There he is. Yeah. Oh, Justin just texted me too. He's like, you guys need to read comics. <laughs> Dazzler is from Mojo's TV world. I, I, if I had time to read comics. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Oh, wait. Hey, wait. hey, Justin, I am reading a comic right now. There you go. I'm reading The Boys. Yeah. Mostly because I want to get the fourth one, which is what Gen V is all based on. Oh, okay. So, and I was like, I got to read the first three before I read it. And I know I know most of the story, but who cares? Yeah. Well, um, it was an interesting take on Spider-Man 2. I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about it. Xander has played it 100%, finished like the main game part. Yeah. And now he's playing it again and going back and doing like all those little side things. Xander says the same thing. He goes, yeah, I mean, the graphics aren't much better than the PS4 version of the first Spider-Man game mm -hmm. or really in line with the PS4 games would be. Um, the game is short. Xander has already, he's 12 years old. He's finished it. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing is like people are knocking it out three to five days. Like Justin said, it's like, that's why I love like the open world games. Right. Like, I play Red Dead 2 all fucking day long. I well, just, you know, doing my own shit. They, they don't have an open world thing where you can just kind of swing around. No, and, and that was the thing I said to, to Xander. I was like, you know, you've got games like Call of Duty that has a story mode, and it's short. It's not a long story mode. You can finish it in a day or two. Mm -hmm. But they rely heavily on the online multiplayer. Yeah. As does Red Dead Redemption rely, has that story mode, which is pretty extensive. But oh, the yeah. open world online is really where people stick with a game like that. The Spider-Man, it's like Xander finished it. Now he's going back and redoing it, but he's doing all the little fun side missions like Justin was talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> I say it would be really cool if they had like a online multiplayer thing similar to either Call of Duty or even um, uh, it's open world, but there's nothing to do. But similar to like Red Dead Redemption where it's like mm -hmm. you create your own Spider-Man suit your own spider-man whatever um yeah they totally missed the opportunity to create this online co-op online thing where you go and solve missions and get points like you do with red dead yeah or even battle things like you have with um call of duty and Fortnite. yeah or you could just yeah you could just do stuff where you're swinging around and it doesn't have to be like one of the sinister sex it's just like there's a crime happening go fit you know Go say you know do that or go to this place. I love open world games just because you know like perfect example is is the Jedi Fallen Order, right? Right. I love that game. I am stuck in one spot. I can't beat it. Now I'm like, fuck. What do I do? Do I start over again? Do I keep freaking punching myself in the dick? They need to. And you know, rumor has it that they'll probably put out a if they had a Star Wars open world game. Holy shit! Well, they used dude. to what I forget what it was called. There was a Star Wars like open world MMORPG they had. Yeah, but you didn't play as the main characters. But I mean, games like Red Dead. I mean, Red Dead Two. Like I said, that's really my go to game where I'm just like, like today I was just like, all right, I'm gonna sign on and you know I got my moonshine shack, I got my freaking you know trader thing. I'll do this to do that just to kill time, you know. She, you know, 
like somebody's walking Farmville. Yeah, yeah, just Logging shooting the shit. Crops. You know, I like that a lot better than GTA, just because GTA to me is just too overwhelming. I think, but a Star Wars opening, like, and it doesn't even have to be like the the, the characters. You could be a Jedi, you could be a bounty hunter, you right. could be on the, you know, you could be a storm, whatever the fuck you want, and just go around all the different planets you can go to. Oh, we'll go to Canto Bite. Oh, we'll go over to fucking Tatooine. Oh, I'll do this. You know, and like, like Red Dead, you can make your own character. Maybe you design your own character. Yeah, you'd be like, I want to be a Jedi, or I want to be a smuggler, or Just, I want to be a bounty hunter, or you know, whatever. I mean, there's tons of shit you can do. But I mean, they're talking about. They keep talking about an open world game. Was this in Jedi Fallen Order? Are you stuck in a desert? Where you? I'm stuck with Malakos. Uh, on Dathomir, I just I've been fighting that guy for months. I'm like motherfucker. Um, I and I just get so close and then I get whatever, and then I just give up on the game for a while. And then I'll go back to it, you know. But yeah, you know, hey, come on over, Justin. You can beat the guy for me, and then you know, then I'll send you on your way. <laughs> Hit the bricks. <laughs> but anyway, that's our uh, video game uh, talk. Yes. You know, yes, we, we, we tend we to going, get into video games. Are we going movies? Yeah, let's do uh, let's do uh, movies because we got a lot of movies. Well, we got a lot of TV too. Don't worry, kids. The music part is going to be pretty short. So, well, let's go movies. Um, do you want to hear what the movie that I saw that you probably haven't? Yes, Pain Hustlers on Netflix with Emily Blunt and Chris Evans. I saw the trailer for it, and it's basically dope sick f- with nasal fentanyl. <laughs> I know they had dope sick. It doesn't even have like a big production. Well, it's Piss poor production quality too. That's why I was so low budget. I was gonna watch it, but then it was like I already watched Painkiller, <clears throat> which was basically like Dope Sick, but it right. was different. Now this one looks more like it looks like it goes more into the the sales aspect of it, yes. which is interesting. Yeah, the you pyramid know. scheming of the sales aspect and getting these doctors on board and over prescribing and shit. And I mean, it all started out with a drug that was really quick, a drug that was designed for pain relief using a fentanyl nasal spray mm. for cancer patients. And the study that they did said it was less than 1% fatally addictive, but that's because fucking everybody in the study were cancer patients who wound up dying anyway. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that old So they never, never live long enough to get addicted. And they say that at the end. It, I don't know. I didn't get I, it. was okay. It was yeah. one of those, like, great, I watched it, but I didn't need to, and I want my last two hours back. It's one of those things where, like I said, I have – experience working in drugstores being a farm tech for like 10 years and and managing stores where it's like the fucking drug sales reps man i could i could never do that just because you're basically selling your soul oh yeah you know like they would just come in and it was just like if you've seen like pain hustlers or freaking whatever it's the same shit where it's like you know they come in with all their swag and they're like hey look at this and all there and the and they would literally come into the store. I remember and just be like, "Okay, here's the deal," because um, there was a doctor's office. Ooh, this oh, is someone scary. at the door. I'm sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. I just need to go into your car. Why you got to go to my car? I gotta look for something. You gotta look for your drugs, don't you? Yeah, I dropped my my little baggie. Oh, you brought you dropped your fentanyl in my car, and if I touch it, I'm gonna die. Oh my god! <laughs> like, uh, Whatever, bomb scare. I don't I know. No fucking clue. Hillbilly, hillbilly heroin? No, that's Oxy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the Fetty Wop. Ladies and gentlemen, Moo. Um, yeah, I mean, it was one of the... Oh, when they used to come into the store and they would just be like, hey, look, here's the deal. Uh, we went to the doctor's office because we had a, a doctor's office. 
basically across the street from our drugstore. And all those people used to come in. Dr. Tobin, I still remember his name. Damn. They would come in and they go, look, uh, we told him that, you know, he, he you're going to, that uh, we, we sold him on this particular cough medicine or something like that. Like one of those, you know, promethacodine or something like that. So he's going to be writing a shit ton of that. Meth with codeine? Promethazine. <laughs> <laughs> Meth with codeine. That sounds delicious. Um. <laughs> No, he was, yeah, they'd be like, look, we told him, we gave him a good deal. He's going to be writing the shit out of this freaking prescription. They're going to be bringing it to you. If you buy it from us directly, we'll give you 20%. So they're basically like, you can buy it from us and get it cheap and make a bigger window of profit, or you can basically go fuck yourself and all these people are going to come in anyway. So they kind of got you by the short and curlies. True. Um, and they're just scumbags. I remember oh, yeah. they come in with their fucking Armani suits, and they're like, hey, how you doing? And meanwhile, I'm making, you know, $17 an hour, Greg, at the time. Like, yeah, what's up? And they'd be like, hey, you know, here's some pads and pencils. And, uh, you know, hey, uh, uh, we're going to talk to you about the pharmacist about this new drug that came out. Hey, I'm going to go to the store. Do you want me? You want a coffee? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Wow, that's great. How do you like your coffee? Black, like my mom. Okay, great. I'm gonna go get. That. <laughs> just, I'm like, I remember you used to bring the pads and pens home from work. Oh, we lived I, together. I used to have the best. It was a, a clipboard, but it was a Viagra clipboard, and it was the big blue pill on the top. Nice. Like, that shit. And look, boner pills. Go for it. But That's you know, right. pain meds, shit like that. Where they just they're they're fucking they're drug dealers. Yes. I, I can't stand them. But anyway, pain hustlers. Pain old hustlers. Captain America and uh, Mrs. Uh, I did watch another Emily Blunt movie that was like. Emily Blunt, Anthony Mackie, and uh, Matt Damon. Oh. And it's from 2011. It's called The Adjustment Bureau. Oh, I've heard of that. It, it was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. It was one of those like, hey, 94% recommended for you based on your viewing history. Mm. But that's me and Kate. Ah. So it's like we share one profile on Netflix. So um, other movie I watched? Yes. The Wiggles documentary on Amazon. They have a Wiggles documentary. You know they're all still alive. Nobody's dead. No, I know. I know the uh, the the yellow wiggle had like a lot of health problems, and then they got Sam. He had a heart attack on stage. Oh jeez! At the I reunion know. concert. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch that. My kids used to watch that well, show like crazy, and they're still going. Oh yeah! Don't they have like two girls? There's a girl one now. There's and- a girl one, and, and actually the uh, blue wiggle. What's his name? Was it Greg? Was Greg the blue wiggle? Um. Well, the blue wiggle. His the- daughter is one of the wiggles now. Because he's the one that created it, didn't he? The yes, blue wiggle. And, well, they yeah. And and they've got the uh, what is it? Shirley Sean, the the non-binary unicorn, is one of the characters now. Jesus Christ. Well, that's everybody's reaction. It's like, Jesus Christ, why do we got to do that? And they're like, look, as time evolves, we have to, the show has to evolve, and and we're not gearing this towards you adults. This is for kids, yeah. and we want kids to be able to, you know, every opportunity for a kid to see a representation of themselves on the screen. Yeah. You know, and that's why they started going with female and different co- people from different countries and different races and different, I mean, all it, that stuff. It, it's genius. I mean, did they ever solve that guy Jeff's narcolepsy? Because that seemed like a real serious problem. Yeah, they did. <laughs> he wasn't Wait. narcoleptic. He wasn't? He- Wake fucking, up, Jeff. He fucking hated being on screen and being like having to talk and had like, he was basically camera shy. So like, here's what we'll do. We'll just always make you asleep. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I really have to watch that. He had a heart attack, too. He really? was driving his car and was like, mm, had a heart attack and crashed. <laughs> Gave him a pacemaker. 
was it like toot toot chug a chug a big red car <laughs> we travel near and we travel far oh, fuck you in the ass <laughs> wow <laughs> too, that's took a not the there. show my kids watched fruit salad Yummy, yummy. Salad. <laughs> yummy, yummy. Jim Brewer does a great freaking skit about how heavy metal is just like wiggles. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's the same stuff. It's a, it. Look, your kids watched it. My kids watched it. It was a great like trip down memory lane and all that shit. I mean, they show them doing like the Wiggles original Wiggles reunion concert, and dude, I'm telling you, there's not a person in that audience under the age of like 22. Oh jeez. And it's all like they kept showing like these people and like. The people come with like a big picture board with a picture of them with the you know when they met one of the Wiggles yeah and it's like can we recreate the and because they come out in the audience and like can we recreate this picture and they'll like stop and recreate the picture with them yeah I mean I give them a lot of credit I mean it it, it was a freaking catchy juggernaut like kids loved it and and they were number one on the music charts and sales for like ever yeah and you see those concerts that they used to play it was just like freaking playing arenas and shit. Yep. You know, singing about fruit salad and my big red car. Yeah. But good on that. I'm going to definitely check that out. You know, take my pants off, you know, lube up. and. Well, <laughs> I, I, I only have one other movie, and it's the movie that we've been talking about. Yes. The two of us, we saw. FNAF. FNAF. Five Nights at Freddy's. 26% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. Because it's all curmudgeon old people like That's us. Right. Now, I saw it. Uh, what was your what was your take on it first? I I enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> I you had seem to, watch to have it liked as, it more than me because I I watched it through the lens of this is more geared towards my kids than it is towards me. Yes, and it's not. I don't think it's meant to be a true horror movie. Almost like a Goosebumps versions of a horror mo- version of a horror movie. That's I was, where I put it. I was getting that vibe, you know, like I because I had said that uh, Violet went to go see it and then. My my two daughters went to see it and they loved it and they were just like you're just not into the FNAF lore and I'm right. like you're damn right I'm not it, it's why they don't get into the lore of like him kill he they talk about him killing the kids yeah but they don't show you him killing the kids he doesn't sexually abuse the kids he's just killing them yeah like they kind of kept it a little bit tamed down and just going this guy's a bad man who likes to hurt and kill kids and then puts their bodies inside the animatronics spoiler yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not even giving a shit about spoilers at this point. No. I mean, if you've, it if you've seems, played the games, you know. It seems like the people that played the game and know about it really enjoy Justin it. Justin wants to watch us wiggle. Yeah, I'll mm. do it. Uh, but for me, I know I – I mean, I watched it, and I was like – Manal and I watched it, and afterwards I was just like, that was whatever that was. I don't know. I mean, but I could see. The more I thought about it and the more that – I heard from my kids and just from people. Look, it wasn't made for me. Nope. You know, just like, you know, certain things aren't made for my kids. It's just it's not made for me. No. If if teenagers or preteens or tweens or whatever love it, great. Z- Xander and I watch it, and he fell asleep about halfway through, and he was supposed to go. All four of my kids were supposed to go to the theater and watch together. Mm. I mentioned that before. But, like, he's like, can we watch it together, Dad, you and me, so I'm not completely freaked out when we go to the theater? I'm like, Yeah. It's, and he fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got a little bit of a creep factor to it, but nothing where, you know, look, for instance, today I freaking watched Saw 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> just like it was on TV. We love a good marathon. We're like, eh, just leave it on and stuff. But, like, we're so desensitized to it. If it's a movie, a horror movie that's getting, to me. It's no ginger snaps. 
It's not, oh yes, we got to talk about the old snaps. <laughs> I only I, watched I, the first two. I haven't watched the third one yet. You don't have to watch the third one. I don't know. The third one seems a little bit better, like a cooler story than the other two. Well, yeah. Well, give me a, a well, so to to recap on Five Nights at Freddy. Uh, it we we're okay with it. Uh, it's not my it's not my demographic. Right. You know, um, but I will say if it gets teens and tweens and people into horror so later on they could watch the reanimators and the friday the 13th and all that shit great you know like my daughter violet she's you know she's 15 now and uh she loves all that stuff yeah five Five nights Nights at freddy's got fingered wiggles edition (laughs) oh god freddy got fingered remember that movie yeah five nights at freddy got fingered wiggle edition daddy would you like some sausage Daddy, would you like some sausage? <laughs> I'm glad that I saw it, you know. And like I said, anything that's gonna get younger kids into the horror and they'll go down that rabbit hole later on, great. You know, yep. I love the genre, so you got to be more open to all that yeah, stuff. Terrifier not... Three Christmas Edition. Yeah. Oh, can't wait. Can't Did you wait. See that? Oh yeah. <laughs> Oops. Oops a little leaky. You know, leaky. you start with Five Nights at Freddy, and then you go to freaking Art the Clown. It's it's a natural progression. It's a natural progression. Maybe stop at Killer Clowns from Outer Space in between. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, with you know, my daughter liked it a lot, um, and she's now into horror movies. Like she's been into it before, but she's loved like the the cheesier kind of like slasher films. She yeah, loves. Mila's one friend is a huge horror fan, so mm. she's not so much a horror fan. But when they hang out, they watch horror movies. So I'm like, all right, whatever gets you watching it. I remember talking about. Back in the days when I was young. There was those that summer. There was two summers in a row where Mikey Stolper would just call me every day, and the the conversation would be like, "Hey man, what's up? Nothing. What are you doing? Nothing. Can I come over? Sure." And he would come over, and we rented every stupid horror movie we could find, and we loved all that stuff. So cool, you know. And uh, we got big ups to Walter too. He got us into all that freaking you know bad taste and freaking and and Mike Gingold. Oh, Gingaloo. <laughs> I mean, he was he was witness to my first uh, talk about it back in the day. He was uh, in the same room when I was exposed to my first f- naked female breasts. Whoa. Yeah, I can remember it like it was yesterday. Hold on. Back in the days. <laughs> wow. It was, it was Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. I was playing Eddie. Um, Mike was playing the criminologist. And there was some girl that was there. She wasn't a regular. Okay. She was playing uh, Magenta, okay. I think it was. And we all, we go upstairs and we had all our costumes up there and we're just putting on our stuff. And here's, like, you know, chubby freaking seven, 18 year old Greg, like, all right, drawing love and hate on my thing. I'm getting ready to do it. And she's changing and she turns around. Oh my, I just, and me and Mike were just standing there like, Cause she's like, guys, can you tell me like? And she's totally freaking topless, and I could see it in my head, like the most perfect, firm, up in the air kind of just, damn. You know you're glowing right now. I am glowing. It's something about. It's like you're just thinking about those boobs now. Anyway, so wow. <laughs> Sorry, honey, if you're listening. Um, yours are freaking perfect. They're like, you know, anything bigger than a handful, you're risking a sprained tongue. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Yeah, so Five Nights at Freddy, we're okay with. Now, I did give you some homework, um, and you surprised me. You're like, I did watch both of them. Both Ginger Snaps, one and two. Yeah, what did you think? I was, you know, 
I like that we're not getting full werewolf transformation. Yeah. That they did where it splits and it's not like CG. I like that it's practical effects. Yeah. And it relies more heavily on the story and where it's going and how she gets bit and is changing. Little by little. Little by little. Yeah. And not, you know, and it throws away some of those tropes of like, oh, you have to get shot with a silver bullet and all that shit. I, I like that it's following what would be a more logical progression. It's a virus. It's a thing that you can, yep. you know, we can great get a cure, which not, you know, spoiler, they don't. <laughs> yeah. For either of them. Um, the second one, I, I, it looks like they left it ripe for a, a third one with that one. And the third one they came out with was like, well, we're going to go back to the 1800s. Yeah, it's like a period piece, like how it all I want to know what happened after she trapped her, after fucking She-Hulk trapped her in the basement. I know. Little little kid Tatiana Maslany, who yep. Kate was like, oh, my God, I forgot when she was on Heartland because she was on this Australian TV show called Heartland. Yeah. Like, was that, a, I think that was a Canadian movie, the Ginger Snaps. Yes, it was. Yeah. Or as I like to call it, America's Hat. <laughs> Canada. Um, but yeah, I, I forgot. I have to watch that. I'll give again. it a good three out of five pals. Yeah. I mean, it was both God, of them. What did it come like? I think the second one was a little bit better than the first one. I think just because production was a little bit better, seemed like it had a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I like that character, her character over the other one from the first one that got bit. I mean, right. they're they're I mean, spoilers for like a what a thirty year old movie. Oh Jesus, um, two thousand four and two. It was like two thousand and two thousand four or some shit. Like yeah, that. they they came out pretty quick, and I remember seeing it. I think it was one of those just like we just rented it. But yeah, it's based on these two girls that are kind of obsessed with death. It's like their their whole thing. And then there's like Dead by Sixteen or out with the scene. Yeah, it's like the one girl that now she's yeah, actually two thousand was the first one. Yeah, now she was the the main one who got bit. She was actually in some other movies. Oh yeah, too. she's one of those actresses. You're like, yeah, she's in that other stuff with the other. I'm surprised they got her as much as they did for the second one. Um, yeah, Catherine, Catherine Isabel. Isabel. Yeah, she was in. Uh, She's a lot of shit. Yeah. I, she was in Freddy vs. Jason, Jason. Insomnia. So she's popped up. The other one. It's a Wonderful Knife. Um, I don't yeah, know. Little, little independent stuff. But the other one, who it's focused on her more, Emily Perkins. Who plays Bridget. Yeah, was she in anything else? She was in fucking It. <laughs> oh, Juno? Okay. Yeah, she was in a lot more. She's a lot more well-known. She was... Uh, I feel like she's a lot more well known, and I don't really know her well. No, like she, yeah, both of those actresses, they were in other stuff, but you kind of forget, like, you're like, oh, like I remember when Ginger from Ginger Snaps. Sh- I don't know why they're showing you Stephen King's It with her. It's like I don't think she was in that. No, maybe not. I don't know. No, but sure. anyway, so yeah, I'm glad I turned you on to those. Those oh, are yeah. those I gotta are watch good the movies. third one because I was telling Mila about it, and I was telling her the third one. Takes place back in you know eighteen something. Ginger, she's like, oh, that sounds like Ginger snaps back. It reminded me of Fear Street. Like when I saw Fear Street, I was like, okay, it's very similar to that. And it's both of them in Ginger Snaps Back, isn't it? Yes, because it's a it's a you know a prequel kind of, and they don't play the same characters. No, it's not like a time travel thing. Okay, it's just basically well, the, yeah, their names are Bridget and Ginger still. But it's more of like, I mean, I haven't seen it in forever, but it's more of a, uh, like a ginger hat. Ginger snaps back the beginning. The beginning. So it takes place in the 1800s and it's kind of based on the lore, but it's not, it's not like they went back in time. I mean, they got some big names in this one. I mean, you don't know, I don't know how well you know them, like J.R. Bourne. 
No. Who plays James. He's in a lot of shit. And then you got the guy, Hugh Dillon, who's in a lot of cop shows that I've watched. Oh, yeah. He looks familiar. Matthew Doc Murphy. Um, but they're good, man. If you, if you look, yeah. spooky season's coming up. It's Tuesday. You get a chance, watch those ginger if, snaps. It feels like it could be one of those horror movies that's on, like, you know, the what, Saturday morning horror movie. Now, what is it on? I know usually when you look it up on Google and stuff, it'll tell you what oh. streaming things it's on. Uh, I want to see what it's on. I don't mean to waste a podcast no. time, but uh, watch now. For, oh, it's on Pluto? For free. <laughs> Tubi. Peacock. It's on Peacock oh, it's for on free. The... Sling. It's everywhere for free. So if it's on Peacock. Amazon Prime for free. Wow. Yeah, definitely get a chance. If you get a chance to watch it this weekend, let us know. Comment. You know, when you like, subscribe, and you, you put all those little hearts and likes and stars and all kinds of cool stuff. Tell us you watch Ginger Snaps. Yeah, and let us, us know what Facebook you think. Pizzas. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, we need like we need likes and subscribes. Ginger and Snaps, the menstruation movie? Oh, yes. yes that's yeah. right. <laughs> she gets attacked because she's on a period. That's right. See, Justin knows. Our little third mic over here today. So what else did we have in Justin movies? lives far away. Um, that was all I had in movies. I think we have to move on to the uh, television. Television. We oh. want to start with the new or the what we've both watched and repeating it. Here we go. Get got got Gotti. Got Gotti. You told me Netflix. you were watching. You told me you were watching it and talk about Netflix. It Once was again. It was three a lo- episodes, forty eight minutes each. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I think the logic behind that is is that people will watch one episode and be like, eh, "I'll watch another one." Eh. A two hour movie, they'll be like half ten, twenty minutes in, they're like. I don't know. I already know all this shit. I'm not going to see anything I don't know. Yeah. It, and, you know, it's for the pause thing. It, I was just going to say, like, for Netflix, it's officially an end of an era. I went yeah. to log on. Didn't have, like, because I've been under my previous, my ex-wife's forever. My ex-wife. My ex-wife. Uh, we've, you know, I've we've had Netflix forever. I went to log in. It was like, you're not them. I'm like, you have to have your own subscription. I was like, God Damn it. But let me tell you, I got the six ninety five with Netflix commercials. with commercials. It's perfectly fine. Do, now do they put commercials in the middle of the movies? Uh no. I think I, it's at the beginning and end, right? Yeah. Okay. I can look, I'll deal with mo- commercials at the beginning and end and limited choice of what shows and movies I can see on there because of like streaming rights and everything. Yeah. As long as you're not putting a commercial in the middle of a fucking movie, that will that annoys the shit out of me. I don't think that they do. I'm trying to remember when I watched Got Gotti if it came with commercials. Yeah, but that's a TV show. So Yeah, it could have popped in and now. But if they are Maybe that's why they do it so they they can put commercials throughout it and make that commercial revenue. True. I mean, you know, for if anything, it didn't take me out of it. I wasn't like motherfucker. And to be honest, they're they're almost like uh, like I noticed it on the book, like when I watched Five Nights at Freddy's, right? I have the ad one. They had, I want to say, 120 seconds worth of commercials in the beginning, and they're like, okay, watch the movie now. And that's it. All right. Um, the Netflix one, I think it was more, but they, they're more of like YouTube commercials where they're like 15 seconds, you're in right. and out, and it's like, oh, okay, no big deal. Now, some of those I know that like they don't show you commercials, but if you pause and walk away, when you come back and restart it, they'll show you a commercial before they restart what you were watching. Which is fine. Which look, who cares? Look, I looked at the three things where it's like I can either pay six ninety five and have ads or twenty two dollars. I'm like, fuck. See, my dude. my concern about switching from the we're on whatever the fucking premium tier is. Yeah. If I switch to like that cheap ad 
ad-based one, mm-hmm. are all the profiles I already have going to go away? I had to I had to restart mine. Oh. And it wasn't that bad. They're like, pick, no, but pick you're, switching, three or four. you're switching from your wife's to your own now. Yeah. I mean, like, if I take mine and go, I want to change my subscription level, I have a profile for, like, me and for each of my kids, me and Kate, and then all the kids. They might lose it. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I had to start a new one. Uh, and it was like choose your plan, and it took me literally like five seconds. And yeah. I'm like, if I'm paying five ninety nine for, I could pay six ninety nine for that. Yeah, um, wasn't that bad. But yes, let's get back to uh, got Gotti. Got Gotti. Trip down memory lane. I remember all that shit going on in the eighties and nineties when not the whole beginning of the mob war, but like I remember Gotti and the Teflon Don and oh yeah, you know yeah, I mean the that Dapper was Don and all the nicknames he had and shit. That was right around when we were in high school because yes. like eighty nine ninety. Um, I remember my grandfather who lived in Queens was like John Gotti is a saint. Yeah, well because he took care of the neighborhoods. Better it than was fucking the city did. It reminded me because there was that one spot in the in the documentary where the woman was like, "My car got stolen like five times. Not anymore." Yeah, because <laughs> it's like he. That's how my grandfather was because he lived in the. Where was he in Queens? He was right near. I mean, he you know he was near the whole uh, the whole Gotti thing, and he was just like, "The streets are safe. Nobody fucks with you." They have, the guy throws fireworks every Fourth of July. They're like he's a fucking saint. Yeah. He used to say that John Gotti's a saint. I'm like, you also know he's like a mass fucking murderer and like yeah. the head of the mob. Who gives a shit? Keeps us safe. So I'm like, whatever. So it was interesting to watch that. Didn't really tell me anything that I no. didn't know. No. I was fascinated. We talked about it before we got a mic about the people that had to go in and bug. Oh, yeah. Like the, the social clubs and then the apartment that's upstairs and you're like. Dude, you must be shitting yourself. Oh, yeah. Well, my favorite was the guy in the fucking refrigerator box <laughs> who sat out on the curb all day inside of a refrigerator box and then at night <laughs> kind of moves over in the refrigerator box and picks the lock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that old gag. He just did the freaking, like, moved over. the And, like, nobody like, is walking around. Bugs Bunny cartoon. What happened to the city never sleeps? Like, you don't see that shit going on? Oh. But I just thought about the apartment upstairs when the woman, they used that poor old woman. Hello. They, he would call her like every weekend to be like, wait for her to not pick up. And then they're like, okay, the coast is clear. We're going to go in and come back. But like, well, I didn't get was that, did that mean she was away or she was dead? Either or. <laughs> like if she's not answering the phone, that means she's not there. Right. So regardless, they had to go in. And that was one of the things they said when they went in the apartment. Like, we don't, I mean, she didn't pick up the phone. We don't know if she's like dead or she's just like not there, but she's coming back. Like they don't know her schedule. Right. They just called or she every just stopped answering the phone. They called well, they would call at like two o'clock in the morning. Right. And she would pick up the phone. The poor woman got freaking prank called every weekend. Oh. Is your refrigerator running? Yeah. Call John Gotti. You got Prince Albert in a can? You know, like call, call John Gotti. Yeah. But and then they finally bugged him and they they got and it was like a war between who wanted the glory. It's like Bottom line, guys, like, just get the guy in jail if you want to. Don't worry about who's getting the glory. And it was finally when they all band together and the the guy, the other task force that had tapes and he got acquitted and then the the FBI combined their tapes and they connected them. It was really interesting. Yeah, the organized crime, OCTF, the organized crime task force. Yeah. And then the FBI when they finally got their shit together and started working together. Yeah. It was just like, hey, can we borrow your tapes? Oh, you thought our tapes were shit. Oh, now they're not, you know, because they linked to there. So. Oh, we're just sitting here waiting for you guys to lose this so we can come in and show you how to win it. <laughs> yeah, if you're into the mob stuff, which I am, it's it's a good watch. Yeah. It's decent. It was quick. It was, you know, 
like it was a two-hour movie, basically, with the way I watched it. So, what else do we have going on there for the TV? We got our we got usual. we got Victor Timely, who <laughs> yeah. turned into fucking mom spaghetti on Loki. Wow, that was a. I mean, Loki. This episode, this uh, this episode, episode four. Damn, that Loki was kills a, himself. Yeah, yeah. To, Te- to stop the times, you yep. see how it's starting to come wrapping around into the, everything's in Ouroboros. Yeah. Including yeah. Ob, Ob, when he's sitting there with Victor Time, he's like, "Oh, you wrote that? You wrote the TVA guy?" And he's like, "I've been reading your TVA guide." He goes, "I wrote it from what I learned from you." Yeah, yeah. could you sign my book? And he's like, "Oh, you could sign mine too." And they're just like, "Uh, guys, we're gonna fucking die." Can I get you to scribe it? Oh, scribe it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what year is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, it was really, really good. I mean, and it kind of, where do they go from here? I don't know. I mean, the loom has exploded. They don't know, like. I don't know that how. That wasn't the last episode, was it? No, it was two no, more. Two more. And it looks like, you know, things get back to, you know, obviously that's not, they didn't get wiped out, but it's like. This is going to start the time wars. Yeah. That's what it's all about. This sets up the time wars. They will most likely wrap this into the time wars and then the next couple of things and it'll all just come back to, right back to the beginning. Yeah. I'll be, it, it's interesting to see where they're going to play out, but like, yeah. It's uh, it, it was great. Like it was very tense, and that yeah. was just so funny with Victor Timely. He's just like, I'm going to do something. I'm good. It's my loom. I'm going to fix it. I'm ready to be a hero. He goes, ah, dead. <laughs> Mom yeah, spaghetti. He did the old Reed Richards in uh, well, Doctor Strange too. Did yeah. that. They love making spaghetti out of people. Oh, fucking Quantum Mania. Fucking. Yep. Yeah, uh, you know, old Reed Richards, which you know, after seeing that movie, I'm like, do I want him as Mister Fantastic? No. No. I want freaking the guy from you, old Joe. Oh yeah, he looks like he'd be a good one. I don't they know, were, old Joe. Old Joe never watched you. Nah, I'm nah. watching you right now over I, there, but like, what are you? I mean, you know, Joe puts on a freaking hat and he jerks off in the woods. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> it's, it's called Tuesday night for That's me. That's where I get my quiet time. Um, Gen V. Mm. Dude, this I, I don't. Where they go with this show after this? I don't know. I mean, she's got the virus going on. Now, did you think the freaking touch girl was going to fucking turn on them again? When she puts her head in that woman's lap and she starts crying and she's like, I'm like, and then they cut. And then the next time you see them, they're standing in the room together. And I'm sitting there going like, is this all a sham? Yeah. Is this all like, what's going on here? And then fucking. Yeah. She bites it. Oh, yeah. She fucking eats it. Yeah. Where do they go from? And, you know, they have the doctor that. Is starting to get second feeling, you know, second thoughts. He's like, oh, shit, like, you know, because she's just pushing it. Like, can we make it airborne? Can we make it more freaking how fast? And, like, those poor soups, they're, like, freaking rotting from the inside, just puking and just, like, rotting away. And it's just, they just lock a whole bunch of them in there. Like, yeah, let's see what happens. It's just, ugh, it's tough. But, yeah. And and I knew the benefactor was going to be that uh, politician lady who makes everybody's heads explode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew it was, I mean, you knew it was going to be her. And then I can't believe I'd ever put together that, like, when when she, the girl made the fucking penis explode, I should have put together exploding penis, exploding head. Oh, my God. It's the same. They have the yeah, same power. Yeah. How did I not see that coming? Old schnozzola, as I like to call her. Oh, is that what you call She's got a fucking honker on her face. I don't know. I mean, it was, you know, whatever. But, uh. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's another show where it's just like, dude, if you guys aren't watching the fucking Gen V, what's wrong with you? Well, when I went and bought the comic books for the boys, 
you know, the guy behind the counter, I was talking to him and he's like, you know, oh, I watched the show. It's really good. And I go, yeah, the books are apparently a lot. There's a lot of differences and a lot of similarities. I was like, I'm, he goes, have you seen the new show too? And I go, yeah. I was like, the new show is actually based off of, there's a fourth edition of the comics. I forget what it's called, but that's what Gen V is based on. And I told him, I was like, Gen V is the first generation of superheroes that, um, that know that their powers came from getting that shot as a baby. Yeah. I was like, and that kind of like, you know, is, is the premise of all this. I was like, but it's, it's as graphic as the boys, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's got a much better story. So you're not so focused on the gratuitousness of everything that's going on. Absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they made a guy's penis explode. That's funny. Ha ha. But the story is so much more interesting than the story, I think, than you're getting in the boys. Yeah, we've been saying it with Gen V where it's, you know, as much as I love the boys and it's 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 shocking and all that stuff, at this point in the story, you're kind of like, I mean, Homelander is just freaking, he's just a character study within himself. But, yeah. So there's there's definitely some good character study in that. But like Gen V, I don't know. Like, I don't know which one I like better. It, it's the fact that it's a spinoff and it's on par with the original is just yeah. ne- crazy. It's very rare that you get that. Yeah, unlike I mean, Vampire Diaries and the originals. Come on. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, vamp- Did you watch Vampire Diaries? Uh, I remember my ex used to watch the Vampire yeah, one, Diaries. One of the people, one of the one of my students asked me about it, and I was like, "Do I look like a sixteen-year-old girl?" Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I tell Kate that story. She's like, "I'm like, what are you watching?" She's like, "Vampire Diaries." I'm like, yeah. She's watching it. She's been watching. I'm like, oh shit. Well, I remember that show came out around the same time as True Blood. Right. So I was like, why the fuck am I watching the CW shit? I could be watching True Blood, but True Blood fucking shit itself in like season four. Oh yeah, with the fucking fairies and shit. Fairies and werewolves. I'm like, dude, stick and to I the. And I read f- those books too. The old Suki. 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 <laughs> oh, Suki, Suki. Suki Stuckhouse. Yeah. So, um,. Yeah, Gen V. I mean, talk about. Uh, also, I will mention before we go into the other stuff, uh, I have started hate watching the last eight episodes of Fear the Walking Dead. Oh God, I keep seeing it come up in my stream of like new episode up. Padre, like, I still have to watch tonight's episode, which I skipped because I'm like whatever. But like, I am still hate watching it. There was a character that came back. Um, if you're not watching this show, it was Fear the Walking Dead. The first three seasons were fucking phenomenal. Like that yeah. whole storyline. Season four, it started getting weird and they killed off him. But anyway, apparently this guy, Troy, from and I had to watch YouTube shit because I'm like, where is he from again? He was from one of the sons of the Ottos. The family, basically in season three. He's all the way back in season three. He comes back for revenge. And I'm just like, didn't you get your face smacked by a hammer and fell? Apparently nobody dies in this fucking show. So everybody's like, oh, my God, Troy's back. I'm like, could you bring back the family? They were the fucking great part of it. Um, The Ottos and fucking, you know, Madison and all that bullshit. But, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting to see. I want to see how it ends, but man, I'm fucking hate watching it like a mother. And I even yeah. tell Manal too. I'm like, get ready to fucking listen to me grunt and scream. I'm like, mm, God, why am I watching this shit? But hey, man, I'll take it. You're better than me. Yeah, you know, old Victor Strand changes his fucking name again, <clears throat> and he's he's speaking in the first episode. He, you know, they all disappear on a raft, and then uh, you cut to this season and. 
Victor is uh, in this community, this big thriving community of all German people that were on vacation in this area. And then they then the world ended and they kind of got stuck. But they have their so they're all speaking German, including Victor. And I'm like, they're Nazis. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, they he's in a same-sex relationship. They have a son, and he, and he gave a face, fake name. And I'm just like, how many more lives is this Victor Strait? <laughs> like and then Daniel's running around. Like it's just like it's complete horseshit. But okay, you know, I'll keep giving you my ugh, review of that. Well, thanks for taking that one for the team. <laughs> I will. I will. I got us. I'm a, I'm a I'm completionist, man. I got to know how it ends. So yeah, you always finish. Yeah, I mean, sometimes on your chest. That's right. <laughs> And with that, yes. If you want that Hey Pal, what's new pin to shine a little bit, there's a plastic cover to it. Oh, there is. Yeah, by the way, kids, come on over and uh, check out our freaking buttons. I got one on right here. Yeah, Hey Pal, what's new? I yeah. still want to know how Justin got Arnold Schwarzenegger to wear a Hey Pal, what's new shirt. I know. Well, he went to sackofsin.com. Went on the merch store. He put in sack up, and he got twenty percent off. And he got God himself. damn it, Arnold I, Schwarzenegger wearing I freaking PayPal. <laughs> what's new gear? I got myself a shirt. We should buy it. We should just we should, we should go give Mayor Bass a fucking PayPal. What's new shirt? <sighs> it's we like make our he, own shirt. PayPal. <laughs> what's new supports Mayor Bass. That's right. I mean, if he only knew. <laughs> if he, if he only, only knew. If he only knew. So we'll keep it short on the uh, the music news. This uh, I will say, just to start off a little bit of music news, we talk about Blink-182, their new album, which I'm really digging. Have you ever seen the meme or the, the video of, what the fuck's up, Denny's? No. There was this, <laughs> there was this hardcore band. Um, if you look it up, it, they, it, there was some hardcore band. They actually played a show in a Denny's. And... It's like this real heavy, like, don't, 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 you know, like a breakdown. And then uh, the kid says, and they're playing in a Denny's, what the fuck's up, Denny's? <laughs> like, here, let's see if we can play it. Fuck is up, Denny's? Oh, yeah. oh that's, see, I was going to get to that, but apparently it was like a meme what that went around up, forever. <laughs> what the fuck is up, Denny's? It was a meme going around. They have T-shirts saying, what the fuck's up, Denny's? It was just like. Kid local hardcore band they played a show in a Denny's and that's they, awesome. So Blink One Eighty Two decided they were going to do a pop up show and they played in a Denny's. Nice. <laughs> and freaking Mark is like, "What the fuck's up, Denny's?" Is there like, a video of that? That was what you were just watching. That's Blink oh, that's Eighty Two. Yeah. That's what. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, oh, is it the TMP repost? What's that one up there? Uh, the story behind it. I think that's the original one. Yeah, that's it. The original one. Oh, I have to visit it. What's up? What's up? What's up, Denny's? What's up? What the fuck is up, Denny's? It became like such a freaking thing that like people saw, I guess, Blink-182 I, I hear decided. I hear a new punk song from, uh, from uh, Permanent Hangover. Yeah, what the, <laughs> what the fuck is up, Denny's? We'll put out a live album, live from Denny's. That's right. Live from fucking IHOP instead. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking IHOP over here by me shut down. Live from Cracker Barrel. <laughs> live from the Cracker Barrel, even better. We'll do it out on the front porch of a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yeah, we'll reunite and we'll play at the Cracker Barrel. You hear that, Shag? Yeah, get, get, your, get your chops up. Come so, on, Scooter. Yeah, so anyway, uh, coming up on the music news here. Well, we did the music news, now it's just the new stuff. 
kind of slow. Uh, there was uh, Green Day came out with a new single. Uh, Can I help you, sir? Yes. What is this? Huh? I'm not gonna play the whole thing because obviously they're not dead. They're fucking huge. But they have a song, "The American Dream Is Killing Me." Um, oh. I heard the best phrase for you know like a genre. Uh, somebody was calling them punkles. Because <laughs> they're punks. Punkles. Yeah, because they're punks, but they're older now. They're uncles. And, like, I don't know. Green Day is a weird band for me. Like, I I saw them at the, at not the Ritz, at the Sting in New Britain. It was with, it was Walter and I and our girlfriends at the time. Right. And it was just when Dookie came out. It was still, they, they were still, I mean, the place only held like 15, 1,200 people. Right. So we go play, and uh, uh, Pansy Division opened up. You ever hear Pansy Division? Yeah. They opened up for Green Day. They were fucking awesome. Why does this sound familiar? Did you go to what? Did you I, go to that show? It sounds familiar. I feel like I was there. I Because I, all I remember from that show is we get there, and the floor on the Sting, it was like an airport hangar. Yeah. But if you get enough people and it's all sweaty, it's like sliding. Sliding. You know, sliding like an ice rink. And Walter is in front of me. Walter's like six foot whatever, huge. And, you know, it started off with, they, they opened up with Welcome to Paradise. All of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I jumped on Walter's back and we just slid like this. <laughs> and I'm hanging on the back and I'm not a small dude. I'm like, ah. Ah, ah. He's like, hold on. I'm like, ah. You know, it was awesome. And I, I was, talk about Shag. He was the one that got me into him. We were Kaplunk. We were in college. And then Dookie came out. And Dookie was fucking huge. Yep. Now it's like cut to 20, 30 years later. They're still doing it. Um, I'm not huge into, you know, Amer American Idiot was good. Yeah. And they've put a bunch of albums out after this. <clears throat> this one is okay. It's, yeah. um, like I said, it's kind of like the uh, old. I don't fault them for being famous, you know. Right. They got so huge with American Idiot and all that stuff, and they they play arenas now. Good for them. I remember just they were one of those bands where I saw them at the Sting, and then cut to a year later. Same thing happened with me and Corn, where I saw Corn at like Tuxedos and like the Limelight, and then cut to a year later, they're playing the Roseland. Right. Green Day, same thing. I saw them at the at the Sting, and, and I was like, wow, this is such a great, you know, cool. Cut to, like, a year later, they're playing Lollapalooza at Woodstock. You're like, right. fuck. They got huge. So they have a new song out. I don't know. Let us know what you think. It's, uh, if it's you can't right. afford, And if you can't afford to see them, uh, Dookie, the Green Day cover band, is playing at Daryl's house in Poland. Oh, there you go. Talk about, uh, we were talking about Daryl's. <clears throat> I remember Barry and I wanted to do a thing instead of a live from Daryl's house. It would be a live from Oates' apartment. <laughs> from Oates' from apartment. Who's Oates' apartment? <laughs> like, instead of Daryl Hall, live from Daryl's house, oh, Oates has an apartment. Oates, I get it now. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, some other stuff up there. There's a band uh, called the Black Pumas. Have you heard mm. of the Black Pumas there, mm. Jonathan? No. Um, I've heard of the Black Panthers. Sorry, I broke up your Black Panther party. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> there are, it, it's, and I want to bring this up to our uh, you know, our listeners. Have you ever followed a band on Spotify and you don't know why? <laughs> like, they came up on my Discover, and I'm like, hey, Black Pumas has a new album out. And I'm like, who are the Black Pumas? And I put on the, the thing and... 
And I was like, okay, I follow them. I don't know why, um, <laughs> but um, I put I listen to it, and it's damn good. Um, it's very um, fishbony without the horns. Okay, um, so like non ska fishbone. Yeah, it's not really ska. It's kind of <laughs> like uh, soul kind of. It, it's how much of this you think we can get away with playing? Uh, you can play a little bit of it. <laughs> Yeah, it's for some reason a lot of the stuff that's on our playlist. You know, you got Lenny Kravitz, Brittany Howard, and stuff getting into the soul, the fucking soul. soul. That's the kind of stuff I listen to at night when I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, well, this is a little relaxing and very like you know. Yeah, they got a little heavy beats on this one, so it's it it might not be something that you want to sleep to, but um, definitely check it out. But don't Um, sleep on it. Don't yeah, don't sleep on it. Uh, Another one, full length album, old Dern Dern. Uh, Dern Dern came out with their full length uh, Dance Macabre not to be confused with the ghost song oh <laughs> not bad um, it's look I for legacy bands we just talked about Green Day uh, I appreciate when legacy bands like Duran Duran Green Day Rolling Stones they put yeah. out new music because as a musician you're like I want to still it might not be as popular and might not be as good as fucking Sticky Fingers by the Stones but like Hey, it's cool. Um, it's fine. It's not something I'll go back to. Same with Duran Duran. Like this album, I will say, fucking John Taylor is like one of my hugest bass influences. He fucking brings it on this album. If you okay. like John Taylor's kind of funky, like you know, type, it, his bass playing is all over this album. Simon LeBond can still sing. They sound great. Well, um, how, long, songs, how much of this can I play before we get in trouble? I don't know. Let's see. And there's nothing left but innuendo Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's not reinventing the wheel. And no. look, it's like we say with Metallica and all these other leg- legacy bands. They're never going to put out fucking Seven and the Ragged Tiger ever again. No. Uh, you can put on Duran Duran's greatest hits and you'll fucking have a blast. This stuff, it's good. I mean, it was okay. Didn't really okay. shake the, didn't really move the needle that much, but that song I put on there uh something uh what was that? Love Voodoo? Yeah, Love, Love Voodoo. Voodoo. Um it's good. Called V-O-U-D-O-U. Yeah. If you listen to that song, it's pretty much the rest wow, of it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's some weird spellings and, you know, all caps. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you people? Um, But, yeah, that's uh, it's it's definitely worth a listen to. You know, um, that song I put on there is one of the better ones. If you if you hear that one, it's pretty much more of the same. Okay. Um, and then lastly, uh, I guess, Alkaline Trio. Have you ever gotten into the Alkaline Trio there? Uh, uh? I prefer the Alkaline Duo. Yeah, well, the Alkaline uh, Trio, <laughs> they have a new single out called Blood, Hair, and Eyeballs. Um, mm. If you haven't listened to Alkaline Trio, Daryl and I went to go see them 
at Toad's Place, which, by the way, oh, we're going Toad's to see the... Did you get your tickets? I'm getting them on Wednesday. Okay, I got my tickets. Yep. And I hear Daryl might be coming down. For those of you not familiar with it, the Circle Jerks and Descendants are playing at Toad's Place. Shagger's going to be there with his brother. Yes. I'm going to be there. I got a ticket for my son and my wife if they decide they can make it. My wife. It's Tuesday night. Yeah. What the fuck? I know. Yeah, but now it's the same way, too. But I'm just like, dude, it's April. It's close to my birthday. I have to freaking What's go. It, April 9th? Yeah, like 9th or 10th. They're yeah. playing a couple of other shows. So, um, I mean, we missed the Circle Jerks last time, Descendants. We've seen a bunch. But and they I also want... have some shows in the city yep. the week before, I think, or the, the same week. Now, this is a Circle Jerks headlining and Descendants are opening up for the Circle Jerks. It might be a co-headline. I don't know. I'm but, just wondering uh... if this means we're getting a new Descendants album. I don't know. I hope so. I hope so, too. Yeah, and the adolescents are playing, too. Yes. So I fucking love the adolescents, too. So that one we're definitely going to. I got to, you know, I'm just waiting to get old payday time. And even though the tickets, you said they were like, what, 50 bucks? $48 with fees. <laughs> yeah. You got to love that shit. So, so you saw Alkaline Trio at Toad's Place at, with Daryl. Yes. And Alkaline Trio is, they've been around for a long time. Uh, the goth chicks love them, kind of like Ghost. Oh, okay. um, Matt Skiba. The guitar skeet, player, Skeet Skeet, skeet. Um, Matt Skiba was the guy who covered for Tom in Blink-182 for a okay. while. They put out an album or two with him. Um, really cool, like, punk, uh, you know, they, they go a little gothy, but not really. They're like a Chicago-based three-piece, and they fucking, they got some great songs. So uh, they haven't really put out anything in a while, and this album just, uh, this single just popped up called Blood, Hair, and Eyeballs. It's good stuff, man. If you you want to check out a really cool punk band that's not too threatening, but just great music, check them out, man. Okay. Alkaline Trail. Like I said, the goth chicks love them. You know, they have the little heart heart insignia with a skull and all that crap. I just remember. Like, I feel like I have an Alkaline Trio sweatshirt here at the house somewhere. You probably do. And Most it's from like, I think my brother's kids gave it to us to give to my kids when they outgrew them. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean outgrew them, like, don't listen to them, like the sweatshirt. They're like, I don't need this sweatshirt anymore. Yeah. I just remember seeing them, and uh, I, I don't go too deep into their catalog. Um, when the Brady Bastards formed, when we didn't have any songs, we used to cover This Could Be Love, I think it was called. Okay. And that's what got me into them. And they have they've have a couple of singles out there that, you know, yeah, there's the old. I like the skull with the heart thing. It's oh. it's pretty cool, but yeah, they're a good band, good three piece. Definitely check them out. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for the music, man. Not All too right. much. Oops, I did it again. Look what I did to you again. Bye-bye, baby, bye. <laughs> Dush. <laughs> oh, God, man. I was just crying from oh last gosh. week's episode. But anyway. I had to edit that heavily because I didn't want to sound too bad in the audio. But and, I mean, the Brady you, you want the un, You want the unedited. If you find the regular audio version funny, check out the uh, YouTube video. We go a little bit deeper and a little bit more. Uh, we go dark. dark. We go dark. We, the, the bye, bye, bye definitely got in Justin there. Justin just got tickets to 
Bouncing Souls, Strike Anywhere, Seven Seconds, and Cat Bite. Yeah, Bouncing Souls and Seven Seconds, dude. I, I saw them at uh, Terminal 5 yeah. like, with Daryl years ago, years and years ago. Seven Seconds, man. You cannot go wrong Justin's with that. Justin's down in Jersey, so he's like right there by fucking, I mean, hop, skip, and a jump to Red but He's in Brick. Yeah. So it's like there's a bunch of places to see bands right not far from his house. Yeah. I mean, I think when you move to Jersey, they give you a copy of Bon Jovi, uh, Bouncing Souls, and... Uh, Bruce Springsteen. That's kind of like what you get. Um, welcome to Jersey. Here's your welcome package. <laughs> Dude, fucking Ghosts on the Boardwalk. Gasoline is one of my all-time favorite songs. So okay. they're freaking awesome. Anyway, but yeah, we did it. We did. We did. We got we got through it another Sunday night. Um, what else do we... What do we got to plug? Uh, plug I mean, fucking, fucking like, plug. like, share, subscribe, buy a shirt. Um, Patreon stuff we are talking about. Recording some stuff, so you know we'll we'll start getting some patrons in there. If you guys are interested in subscribing or even just following, you don't even have to subscribe. You can just follow. You won't get the content though. We're going with episode sixty nine. We're doing freaking rankings. We're doing deep dives, or what do we call the deep dives? The triple indies. The triple. Indies. We're gonna triple indie into some shit. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So uh, definitely be on the lookout for that. Sackasin.com. Uh Band stuff wise, not really much going on. I don't think we're gonna squeeze a sack of sin three. Um, like I said, usually in the winter months, I grow a beard. Especially now with all the fucking porn that's showing up in the sack of sin chat. Oh my Holy god! Holy shit! Dude. Seriously, who are, are those legit followers? Or is that just people popping in and just dropping? I don't know. I really don't know. <clears> I tried to block happens. them. So yeah, but hey, you know it's good content to look at. But you know whatever. <laughs> Sure. But this is usually around the time when I grow a long beard. I lock myself in the studio and record, but uh, we'll see what happens. We're, uh, I think we'll plan on doing Sackasin 3 probably after the holidays. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. So I, got, just, I got my surgeries coming up. so That's right. Yeah, November old, 21st. Old fucking Iron Mike Sharp over here is going <laughs> to It'll be my left hand first and then my right hand. All right, so you'll do The Stranger for one month and then the... Then yeah. you go back to old reliable. Well, I'm getting the right hand done during Christmas, so okay, that'll be better. All right. Uh, you get yourself a flashlight. You're all right. Anyway, yeah, man. Like, share, subscribe, uh, touch yourself, hail Satan, and, uh, you know, buy some stuff, man. Buy the freaking uh, uh, the fun fact tote bag. Now that's it's right. ours. <laughs> that's right. Be gay, do drugs, and hail Satan. Exactly. 